this episode of the PvP Bearcast, Doc and I hold down the podcasting fort, talk about IGN's D2 reveals, discuss how the weapon grind might change in the future, and hear from Doc about his experiences with Guardian Con. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to episode nine of the PvP Bearcast. I am Caveman, joined today by Doc Holland. What's going on, man? Not much, Cave. How you doing? And we're also joined by. Oh wait, they're not here today. Ursus and Scorcho are not here. I'm I'm doing good, by the way. Oh yeah, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) You asked me, and then immediately. (laughs) That's right. I'm doing good. Yeah. 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 So we don't have any no Scorcho, no Ursus, no guests. This is kind of last minute. Scorcho had some stuff going on. Ursus had some stuff going on. So Doc decided got, to... Uh, I just got back yeah. from vacation and I'm really tired. Yeah, but Doc is here because he's a trooper and I'm here because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> That's actually not true. Don't tell my wife I said that. Uh, <laughs> she'd probably kill me. Nice. So how was your week in Destiny Cave? Uh... Kind of slow. I got my PC built, and I have kind of been playing a bunch of PC. My my PC is... I've never had a PC this nice. It's really fun, and it looks really good. I've been playing some Overwatch, and I have been playing with max settings, and I'm able to get about... Uh, it's usually between like 120 and 140 frames a second, depending on what's going on on the screen. Ooh. And that's what like... Yeah, that's with like everything maxed out. So I've kind of been spoiling myself. So I played a bunch of PC games the last week before the weekend, like before Destiny Con mm-hmm. or Guardian Con. Yeah. Um, and then I played some trials with Dilro and Oprah. And holy cow, not to sound like a prima donna, but it's it's like it's it's tough going back. Like even after playing for just a couple of days, it's like it almost gave me a headache. It's crazy, but <laughs> I'm I'm very excited about D2. Like I'm definitely playing D2 on Xbox anyway because I know it's going to be looking real good. But nice. yeah, I play a little bit of Trials, and then that was basically it. I've been playing a lot of PC. So, well, you how's know, your week, man? Well, back to your PC thing. It's a new toy. It's like Christmas. You get a new toy. Yeah. You, you got to play with it for a little while. I yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. And I've been kind of buying like I bought a mouse, and I literally just plugged in my new keyboard tonight. Yeah, and so I'm kind of like, I got some stuff going on. Actually, I had to buy a monitor. Like, I I literally bought like a whole setup. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it, and everything's looking good. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, my week's been very slow. My last two weeks, because last week I was uh, on vacation visiting my sister out in New York City, which was really nice. fun. Drank a lot. My my liver is now on vacation now that I'm home. It was working while you were on vacation. It was working overtime, let me tell you. Because my <laughs> sister found all, has been there now for about six, seven months, and she's found all these nice little dive bars and places where she goes to drink with her coworkers and friends. So every night yeah. we were in a different bar. And like one bar was really cool. You The entrance is through like the side of this pawn shop. So you go in the side door of this pawn shop, and you go down this hallway for about 20 That's yards. For impulse buyers. I know, right? And so you you go down this hallway for about 20, 25 yards. And I'm thinking to myself, where the hell are we going? You know, am I going to get killed or something? And, and then we she, and then she we, lost. And then we open up this bar and we open this door and we walk into this bar that's maybe 
I don't know, probably 40 foot square with a bar in the middle and people just sitting there chilling, drinking. It's like, oh, this is really cool. And there's how do you find space spots like that? That's so sick. It was really cool. It's like, oh, nice. Right. Somebody brought her there. Yeah. No, no, someone did. She told me one of her coworkers brought her there. Yeah. And like their specialty, they make a they make sangria, and they make a different sangria every time they mix it. You know, throughout the night, each sangria is different, which is really cool. And they give you like little um, sharks. Oh, it's kind of like your different ice lunas. Oh Ex- my god! Exactly. And they give you <laughs> and they give you these little shark squirt toys that they put in each one of your drinks. So I have like two of those. And by two, don't, I mean and by two, I mean lie. eight. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sure, pretty sure you had more than two. Oh God, I had like eight or ten. Um, but that's besides that's awesome. the point. <laughs> and then yeah, and then I uh, after that went down to Tampa to Guardian Con, which was really fun. Had a blast there, and then got back and just uh, played some pickup sweats last night. And man, was my shot terrible. Let me tell you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ten days off does not treat you very well. Dude, it's crazy how how quickly kind of like your skill and like your, your brain functions after you've been away for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's like, I feel like, I mean, for me, like I have to keep up on stuff like that, like mm-hmm. fine motor skill stuff in order to keep my, keep my edge. But yeah, like uh, I had to turn my sensitivity down to like a two to keep up with everything for a couple <laughs> games. It was, cause I mean, I generally play at a four and I felt like my aim was just, I was whipping my pistol back and forth and just like oh my god i can't aim it was it was bad it's not that yeah. good yeah i know all about that mm-hmm. so big news this month obviously the beta coming out on yes. the 18th and but ign this month also has a series of ign firsts where the guys from the fire team chat podcast they got to go to bungie last week or two weeks ago and record a bunch of footage, talk to some of the creators and stuff. And today they uh, previewed and teased the new social space called The Farm, uh, you know, where we go after we get our asses kicked out of the tower by the Cabal. That's what I call any PvP game where I play against Bobs. <laughs> the Farm. This We're is very true. Go to the Farm. Yeah, very true. <laughs> um, so The Farm is like, you're going to have all your vendors there, um, it's going to the population of of NPCs will change based on where you are in the game, different people you rescue, the population will get bigger and, you know, fluctuate in that mark. There is a cryptarch. It is not Rahul. It's not. It's Tyra from um, the Iron Temple. Rip. So don't know what happened to Rahul. Rip Rahul. He's gone. Yeah. I don't know. He could be somewhere. Yeah, he's probably somewhere. He probably ran off. Probably, probably, probably ran somewhere. off scared because he decrypted a. Uh, a legendary engram for Gary that turned into a green, so he's probably running scared right now. Yeah, or he's like running away because this is his chance to get away without anybody finding him and killing him. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're also going to have other vendors there. I'm assuming once you rescue Zavala, Ikora, Cade, they're going to be back there as well. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Kind of having like, kind of having the space grow as you progress through the story. I know like a lot of games will do that. Yeah. With like, for example, Fable. I don't know if anybody's played Fable, um, but that game kind of like the trees grow and like the landscape changes, and you can see like if there was a family in front of a house, like you go back later and they've got like a kid and a dog, and it's kind of cool. Like that kind of a thing to add some depth and some. Mm-hmm. some like relatability to it it helps you feel like you're progressing through the story even if 
even if um it's been a while you know you're coming back and you're like or even if you're even if you're like done with the story or whatever you can kind of see like how far you've come you don't necessarily have to yeah have to just go to like see more story missions like in the list of missions you can do you can actually kind of feel it as you go Mm -hmm. which which is kind of cool it kind of makes it more like personal i think yeah absolutely and i think that'll be a good thing and can also the the new social space now instead of holding what is it now 12 it can hold 26 total players that's awesome which is just i mean it's over double what we can do now and so i think we're gonna run into a lot less of oh i can't join you oh hold on my tower's full let me finish up what i'm doing and come out i wonder Um, if i wonder if you can like for example i mean we play just this is just we we play 8v8 or 4v4 sorry so we have eight people in a fire team like now, if you want to go to the tower in D1, you've got to like either two people have to leave or you have to break up the party or whatever in order to go to the tower. But I wonder if you'll be able to bring that many players like in your fire team to the farm. You know, I don't think so solely because the raid will still be six six players and we won't have the private matches where we have the lobbies of eight to 12 people. So I, I doubt it, to tell you the truth. Could you but, have lobbies bigger? Can you have? Could you have lobbies bigger than six in orbit pre? Uh, no, no, you couldn't. Pre private match. I don't. I don't okay. think so. I don't. I mean, I guess there would be really no reason to, to yeah. try. Yeah. I, I mean, really granted, know. I don't know for sure, but I don't. I don't think so. Granted, yeah, like yeah. you said, there's never any reason, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but. Back on uh, IGN's first here, so every weekday, so Monday through Friday in the month of July, they're going to have something new. Um, so like today was the Reef. They have three PvP reveals scheduled for the 10th, the 13th, and the 25th. Now, that's going to be very interesting. Whether or not, I'm, I'm sure one of them, they're going to dive into the new game type a little bit more and kind of Bungie's thoughts behind it. And I'm sure there will be uh, inspiration behind their new map design. Yeah. But that's still three PVP reveals. I wonder what all they're going to show us in those. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything like uh, the farm video that was released today by IGN, I mean, obviously, if you've seen it, you know, it's really not, there's not a lot in it. It's only like a five minute video and they're kind of moving quickly through, through these, the space. So it could be something along those lines where they show off, a map or like have a little map design, but I mean, like we don't know, like for example, I mean, they could have, they could have much bigger uh, videos and stuff to show us mm-hmm. as they go forward. I mean, this is just the first thing. Yeah. So. And like, it's, it's the social space. There's not really, I mean, it's the social space. There's not like a tower. Yeah. Literally it's there for just running around and like, not yeah. really, I mean, it's like for doing chores almost. I mean, shoot, <laughs> they put in a soccer field so we can play soccer there. And the goal is like shoot little fireworks out when you score. I mean, I love soccer. I'm going to be doing that because so cool. I'm a nerd, but you know, whatever. You could literally have a full team. You could do 11 on 11. Yeah, just you like could. Real, that like w- real soccer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, re- actually, I really want to try that now. Sick. I want to try yeah. that now. That's you so know, di- different shaders or helmets on versus helmets off. I think that'd be Oh, yeah. You could have shader. And then you could have, like, I wonder if you could do dance moves and, like, have that kick the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Know. So just so everyone knows, season six is actually a soccer league that we're going to be instating. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Cats out of the bag now. But we're yeah. actually going to be playing soccer. So you're going to start getting your teams of 11 together. 
<laughs> That's going to be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also have scheduled a closer look at the Sentinel Titan, which will be really cool. I mean, we'll get a chance to see the subclass tree and whatnot in that. What's look- the date for that one? Um, that one is July 12th, so next so week. That's bu- next- so that's before the beta. Yeah, that's next week, Wednesday. We'll get to see that before the before beta. Before the beta, yeah. Yep. See, I feel like that's something that they're going to need to have be longer than five minutes, I would think. like. Yeah, I, th- I think or may- that. Or maybe not. I don't know. They could probably blow right through it. But uh, Something tells me it's just going to be, we're just going to be looking at the subclass tree. We might get, a. I mean, we've already seen gameplay of it in the reveal trailer for destiny 2 with the, or in the yeah. first mission i guess so and then we're going to get a play it so i don't think we're going to see too much gameplay we're going to look at the skill tree for it and maybe like a minute of gameplay tops but I, that's about all i could see with that yeah um, then there's pve stuff like looking at combatants creating an exotic destination explored but then july 20th entrance is an interesting title called peripherals what does that mean? I have no clue. Maybe it's you know stuff for your character or weapon um, stuff. I don't know. My my thought on peripherals might be like an app for your phone or um which we like already have. Diff. Well, I mean, but like maybe something that's an upgraded version of it. You know what I mean? Maybe. Or or uh like a dim style thing. Or maybe they'll have maybe they'll be like swag, dude. Maybe it'll be like that'd be cool. Maybe it'll be like uh I don't know, like a like a Destiny controller. Hmm. Which Xbox will not be able to have until of course not. twenty eighteen, of course. The of end of twenty eighteen. Because <laughs> no Xbox no Xbox controllers with Because slap in money. the face for all the stuff we don't get. Hey, guess what? Destiny two comes out a month later, you can have all the stuff now. It's like just don't give it to us. Just don't. I think people would probably would have been a little happier if they'd have been like, nope, you're not going to get it at all. Sorry. We'd have been, we'd been a lot happier. And also, Bungie, yeah. don't tie it to my damn Grimoire score. It's annoying. <laughs> no but, Grimoire in D2, so. Yeah. And then the very last day, July 28th, is Ask Bungie Anything. So I think they're doing an AMA on Reddit for that. Not quite sure. But that'll be our chance as a community to ask them anything. So think of questions. Ask it ask the tough hitting questions like why do you not have private matches for us yeah i hope that they're able to answer that kind of stuff like i hope they're able to give us real answers i mean they've obviously opened the floor up and they know they're going to get answered or questions about stuff like this yeah and they've obviously have good i mean like to them they're good reasons i mean maybe to the community they're not Good reasons, mm-hmm. you know, like Luke Smith saying that the Exo Stranger was wrapped up nicely. You know, I mean, obviously they think that's a good idea, but the community doesn't. So I hope that they have some legitimate answers for us, something that we can be like, you know, what I kind of get it. I'm not as upset about it. I understand it. I hope that that's what happens because I feel like that's what they need in order to kind of curb some of the the backlash they've got from some of these things. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And then also we've found out that weapons will now have static rolls only. Luke Smith was quoted as saying, you know, some devils is a crucible hand cannon and what it has on it is what it has. Um, which is cool, which is cool in a sense, I guess, but also you kind of lose that grind for 
getting that role you've always wanted and like, ah, oh, I didn't get this time. Got to keep playing. I, yeah, I've got some ideas about, about that. What do you, what is, what's your idea? So this is what I'm thinking. So say, let's just, let's just use it in terms that we already know. So you've got, say you've got a palindrome. Yeah. And every palindrome is exactly the same. And you've got a mod slot. And I think that what they're going to do, and this is just speculation. This is, this is just me just throwing ideas out there. I think that what they'll do is they'll give you mods, but you can only use the mod one time and you can only put it on one gun and you cannot remove it to put it on another gun. Oh. And so once you get the mod, the mod is the cool part about the gun. Like every gun will be the same of like every palindrome will be the same. But then say, uh, say you've got a barrel sight that highlights enemy players when you're aiming at them, something like that. But you can't take it off and you can't put it on another gun. So if you end up getting another mod, you have to get another palindrome to add the new mod to. That's so interesting. So you're, you're kind of like chasing the, so you like, I, I got a new mod now I got to get another palindrome. So you're kind of like back and forth. So you can have you know, four, five, six palindromes, but they all have different mods and you can't switch them between different guns. So that's kind of my thought about how they might be helping it, like be able to balance easier and also to make it so that you're still grinding because you, if you want a new palindrome, you want to try out the new mod, like you've got to go get, you have to get both. You know, you're, you're grinding for the mod and, and the gun at the same time. You can't just like switch them on and off. Yeah, that's so. uh, that's pretty interesting idea. Um, like, so with these mods, would there be mods that like, you know, mod would tweak stability, tweak the range, you know, a visual thing, like you know, like you said, highlighting enemies. I think that they'll have more balanced perks, like, and I don't like. I'm trying to think of something. For like like highlighting an enemy like that's a that's a bonus but it's not game breaking it's not luck in the chamber okay you know what I mean yeah I mean or I... you could have something like um like a faster reload or something like that something that's 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 that helps you but that doesn't change the game okay you now it's they're yeah. like they're like quality of life perks like say for example you've got a sniper rifle with a barrel or with a with a mod slot say. Um, your barrel mod, or, your, or not your barrel mod, but the gun mod will be something along the lines of when you descope, your radar immediately pops back up versus like the delay that we have now where like you can, on D1, you can just like click R1 or L1 or L2, whatever. <laughs> the bumper, the, not the bumper, the whatever. Trigger. You pull it back and forth and it, it, it zooms in and out and you can like check your radar in like a split second, whereas in D2, it looks like you've got to wait a second for your radar to pop back up. Okay. So you could have you could have the mod where your radar pops back up immediately just like it did in D1. Like That's kind of a quality of life thing and not game changing. It's not final round. It's not hidden hand. It's not life support. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I, 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 I see what you're getting at. But then you also got to think, like, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. So some of these quality of life things, like what we have now, like dec- uh, like no sprint cooldown penalty or your radar is always the detailed one. Like some of the quality of life things in the competitive community, we've actually taken out of the game. So how would we like, like, like what? 
like so the uh, I forgot the name of the artifact, but you always had the detailed radar. Like we can't use that, and I know I loved using that in trials. Well, here's here's my thought on the competitive stuff. I think that the mod will be able to be turned on and off just like ornaments are right now. You have the ornament, mm. but you may or may not activate it. I see so say you're, you're going at. into say you're going to a sweat match. So like everyone's got the palindrome. But if you want to play in this, like, say it's a specific, maybe they'll make a specific game mode where it's like, no mods. You cannot use mods. And it literally disables your mods once you enter the map. Like, once you're, once, once the, once, like, say you're picking trials, like, no mods and trials. That's it. Like, you just yeah. can't use mods and trials. So maybe they'll have something like that where they can balance these guns based on not having mods. And then normal Crucible, you can use whatever. You know what I mean? You'll be able to use these mods to help you out. But in like maybe the competitive stuff that they're talking about, they'll disable stuff like that so that it literally levels the playing field. It's like yeah, you can I... pick this pulse rifle or that pulse rifle or this sniper or that hand cannon or whatever. But like everyone's got access to the same stuff. Yeah, I see what you're getting at. So, I mean, I don't know. Those are, those are my thoughts on that. I think, no, that's a, I mean, that's a very solid idea. I mean, I, I was under the assumption too, that we we're going to have some sort of gun modification, uh, with their ideas that they have planned to make the drops more interesting. I could easily see, you know, like a barrel mod or a magazine mod or a yeah. sights mod, you know, something of that nature to where, yeah. to where, okay, we can not only can we get our weapons to drop, now we get our mods to drop as well. And then I think, yep. you know, while I don't think it'll be a one and done type deal, I think it may be, you know, we have, it's like kind of like what we have now for like our, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where we have our, um, oh, for the, the lighting effect on the armor, we only have like nine spots. I think that's going to be the yep. same thing. We only have so many spots to hold mods. So we have to be selective about what mods we use, but we can switch them between weapons. Oh, kind of like kind of like exotics. Yeah, kind of like exotics. Oh, that's a good thought. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It could work too. Yeah, so you know something of that nature um, would be very fun as well. Because I know, because yeah. I I like the way the division did it uh, when I played the division for a while. You got it. You got your gun with three perks on it, and you could choose to re-roll one of the perks, and that's the only one or like you know whatever like you know what we would we think of like triple chap. And Icarus, we could re-roll one of those, and we could re-roll that as many times as we wanted. But the cost got infinitely more expensive, and you know you needed infinitely more resources as you kept rolling them. So once you got to roll five or six, it became not worth it anymore because it was so yeah. expensive. Yeah, um, and that was very cool. And then th those guns obviously had you had magazine, barrel, sight, shoulder stock. Um, you had all sorts of mods on all your weapons that <clears throat> would increase you know stability accuracy crit damage you know i'm not saying we need to increase crit damage or anything like that but you know just different stuff in the game you know so you could build your weapon the way you wanted it to go with your build interesting so, so something like that would also be granted i know that that would take a lot to put in if it's not already in the game so i don't, I don't think it'll be on that grand a scale but i think something along that lines is feasible you, or at least going were you able room. to roll were you able to like re-roll each individual mod or did you have to pick like no so you you got the mods dropped in the world 
And then, or you could also find or buy blueprints for mods. So like, well, I'll just take extended magazine for an example. There are two types of magazines, a quick release and an extended magazine. Quick release always had reload speed and then another random bonus. Extended mag always had increased magazine size and another random bonus. So, and you know, you wanted like, I think the max was like 110% magazine size. And so hmm. if you got if you were lucky enough to get the blueprint for extended mag, you could then collect resources in the world and keep creating that over and over again until you got what you wanted. Now, granted, that's that would took a crap ton of grinding and and they, they've moved away from that model because they wanted people to get their stuff from the world. It's still there, but it's a lot easier now to get drops um, in the world. So. Right. So yes and no to your answer. You couldn't necessarily re-roll. You had to create. So I guess if you wanted to like, you know, re-roll your triple tap, you know, you'd have to spend, you know, 10 weapon parts, two motes of light and a strange coin to do it each time. And and then each time that would double, let's say. To right. Yeah, it quickly became too expensive. Oh, absolutely. Because I tried to get a certain role on an SMG. I had two of the the perks I wanted trying to get that third one. You know, I, I ran out of resources at, you know, roll five and I had to go right. collect more. So, huh. which I think that would be a better way they could have um, addressed reforging. Uh, you know, you, you know, you just, it gets infinitely more expensive as you go, but Right, because back then it was just like straight up. Well, even now you can reroll your one stuff, but it's just like straight up. You can just it's oh, yeah, the same it's, cost. You can do it a hundred times. And I think it's like five weapon parts, a couple motes of light, and that that's it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think that would be an interesting way for them to go uh, in terms yep. of making roll or making drops two through ten more exciting than just like oh hey, I got another palindrome with this same exact perks. Yay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, right. Now I got two more palindromes. Now I can try out these mods on it, see which one I like the best. Right. So I think that would be. And then also, you know, with the rolls being static, if the if the gun, if the rolls suck, the gun's going to suck and no one's going to use it. And they want to promote weapon diversity. So they're they're going to have to do something with that as well. Unless... See, one of the one of the things now with Destiny is that like. Even crappy guns can be semi-viable if you've got the right set of perks on it. Yeah, so exactly. So it sounds like maybe in Destiny 2, it's like the meta is going to be a bit more narrow. Like, yeah. Like you're not going to be able to, to run of such a wide variety because because of the, the locking in of, of perks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And then also, like... I guess static rolls would be fine if they have a huge variety of weapons to use. Like they have, they have a bunch of crucible weapons that'll drop that have good crucible rolls, a bunch of PVE hand cans that'll drop to have good PVE rolls. So, I mean, if they do something in that sense, and I guess it's not as bad having static rolls, as long as there's enough of a diversity of guns and perk rolls to use. Yeah. Maybe they could supplement, the amount of rolls with the amount of weapons. So instead of getting a different roll on a weapon, there's just like five times as many guns. Yeah. 
that could be a very easy possibility as well. So, I mean, you're grinding for, like, the gun mm-hmm. because there's so many more of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Versus, like, now you're grinding for the roll on the gun. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that'll be... Or maybe they do a combination of the two. I mean, maybe it'll be, like, a lot of guns, and then and then you've got, obviously, like, your mods. However, those are going to work. Um, yeah. And you could kind of have, like, the two. I mean, if you've got... If you end up getting a good gun... And you're like, oh, I don't want to put a mod on it because it's not like the perfect mod, you know. Then you're grinding for the mod. So not only you're grinding for the gun hard, but you've got to grind for that mod. Yeah. And that's a bit of RNG. But at least you've got a usable gun. Like at least exactly. the gun doesn't suck. I mean, maybe it'll suck, but at least you've got it. Like, and and then you know it's not going to change unless you get a mod. I mean, obviously we're just spitballing, but I mean, I feel like those are these are all like different ways that they could, you know, make the longevity of the grind just increase yeah because i mean i mean the grind is kind of fun like i really enjoyed playing vault of glass you know six seven eight times in a row trying to get my fate bringer you know i i i enjoyed that it was fun you know if it's fun if you're being successful it's frustrating as hell if you just like keep doing the same thing and you can't get what you want i mean there's a balance to it obviously Mm -hmm. if you can't if you can't get what you want, the grind sucks. But it's like if finally, if you end up getting the gun that you want, the you know, the grind feels worth it. It's like sitting in a restaurant waiting for your food. It's like the the wait sucks, but as soon as you get your food, you forget about how long the wait was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it it'll definitely be interesting to see how Bungie approaches that going forward, because I mean they do have an expansion planned for, I think December is when their first the first expansion's coming out cuz I remember somewhere reading quarter 4 of this year is the first expansion. So maybe with that expansion they have something in place for that. Cuz I feel like with just the 2 or 3 months in between the expansion, you know, there it won't be that bad if we have static rolls for that long. Right. But yeah, it, speaking of the quick uh expansions the reason for that is Activision CEO uh, said that he was disappointed in the initial, f- initial, um, uh, I don't even know the correct word, initial offering of Destiny and the content. And so he's made available, or they've made available Vicarious Studios and High Moon Studios to help Bungie produce more content more regularly, which is awesome. So we're going to. Is- this is very good news. It's very good news. Uh, Vicarious Studios, um, they do a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Uh, they also are heavily invested in the Skylander series. If your parents and kids who play video games, you probably know what that is, but like little action figures you put on a little plate. And yeah, you fight with them like Pokemon is my understanding of it. And then High Moon Studios helped with Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. So... Uh, High Moon definitely has a good pedigree for first-person shooters. Vicarious Visions, I'm assuming that... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're video game studios. I mean, they know what they're doing, so it's probably just for the resources and the manpower. Yeah, I, I've always wondered about about that. Like, they say, you know, we've, we're bringing in these other studios, but I've always kind of read that as, like we need more bodies behind computers yeah. <laughs> versus like them having meaningful 
ideas. I mean, maybe they do. I'm sure they do, but I feel like they're more of like a manpower. These are more manpower studios than actually. Oh, absolutely. You know, helping them make decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But no. I mean, obviously, more manpower is good. I no, mean, yeah. I mean, Bungie and Bungie definitely has the final say on the majority of what goes in the game. Obviously, Activision has their hand in the cookie jar as well. But these are definitely manpower. Speaking of cookie jars. Ooh, cookies. My wife just brought my wife just brought me some cookie dough. Oh, nice. I'm jealous. So I'm I'm eating that. <laughs> I am jealous. I apologize. But uh but no. But I do think like you need to bring in a studio that has um experience with the genre you're trying to produce. In a, in a sense. Um and I know Oh, absolutely. I know Vicarious Studios they did they helped with the Transformer games as well. They've done a few PS3 games, a couple Wii U games helped with, but uh, as I was reading down their list, they really didn't have a major first-person shooter. So I, I mean, I don't want to discount them or anything. I'm sure they're a great uh, studio and all, but I would like to see like you know, maybe a Battlefield on that. I guess Battlefield's not part of the Activision umbrella, but maybe another studio that helped with you know the Call of Duty franchise, a company that's done first-person shooters. Does does Vicarious Visions primarily like are they like like PC or console or mobile or like not mobile but like um like Game Boy type stuff? Uh, What's their kind of like their their standard like? Obviously, Bungie has pretty much always been console until until now. I mean, they did Halo, the original Halo on PC, but that yeah, was more let of me, a uh, Let me like pull this PC. up. So, as I'm looking through, they've done a like, two or three computer games, but that was in accordance with Game Boy Advance. They have a lot of Game Boy Advance games, a lot of Game Boy Color. They did do Tony Hawk Pro Skater series on the Game Boy, which, you know, that, that was all. Are we getting Destiny on the Game Boy, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, I would go. Mobile, I would go back and buy a game. Peripherals, mobile would, destiny, confirmed, confirmed. Yeah, you heard so, it here first. Uh, in 05, they did Doom three for the Xbox. Okay. So, and that's been about the only big first person shooter I can see, unless you count some of the Transformers games. I'm sure there was some shooting in that. But. Yeah. So it sounds like mostly. To me, it sounds like they're probably just using using Vicarious Visions as a manpower yeah. team, which I'm assuming that goes for both of the both of the things. But yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be happy. More content, less dry spouts, dry spells. So yeah, that that's always good to hear um, coming from that. Because then we can probably expect to see the second DLC drop in the first quarter next year have a couple live team events throughout the spring and the summer, and then have our new DLCs for quarter three and quarter four of 2018 would be my guess. It's either that or they have a Taken King size expansion in quarter three of next year to lead into two more DLCs in 2019. Yeah. Would be my guess on that. Yeah. What do you what do you think the size of the um of these two expansions that we know about? What, what do you think the size of what do you think they're going to be as far as size goes? I don't think they're going to be on the scale of Taken King. Um but they're definitely going to be more substantial than House of Wolves and um Dark Below. 
I think it might be a Dark Below and House of Wolves put together type size of expansion. I mean, because they, they've said that they want to focus more on the storytelling in D2. So my guess is we're not going to get six or seven campaign missions. We'll probably get 15 campaign missions, maybe 20 to further wow. to further tell the story. And then huh. and then I don't think they'll have a raid for everyone. I think it's going to be a raid every other one. Uh, so the, so probably not like Rise of Iron size. Maybe Rise of Iron size minus the raid. Yeah, I'd say Something Rise of like Iron. That. I'd say Rise of Iron minus the raid, because so I believe the first one is the Osiris DLC. At least I think. Anyway, I don't. I don't know if they ever stated in order. Yeah, I think it's going to be Osiris and then so, the Rasputin one. So they're not going to have a raid right. with that one, but they're going to bring back whatever Trials is going to be in D two and on that's going to come back because we're going to go on the search for Osiris. We're going to find him or hopefully find him. And then he's going to give us this new trials experience. And then the next one with Rasputin, that's going to definitely be a raid where I think I, I wouldn't doubt if we yeah. take back the war mind and he fights for us now. And like we work side by side with him. So yeah, I, I could see it working in that manner. And then, you know, the live events, I mean, I didn't mind the live events when they had them. I thought they were fun. Um, I definitely want SRL to come back because that's always a fun time knocking people into forklifts on the. <laughs> that was a, that was a good time. But uh... do you do you think that'll? Um, I was gonna say, do you think that'll be in the game? But like at launch, I I kind of doubt it. I highly doubt no, it actually. I like SRL as a uh, live event. I just think it needs to be a little more frequently. Um, I could see it being three times a year where you have SRL for three weeks. That would be awesome. Festival of the Lost is always fun with the masks. You know, spooky trials, bring it, bring back spooky trials. That was a <laughs> yep. fun weekend. Yep. Like, I understand it's not a lot of content, but for the time being, it, it was it was fun for the couple weeks we had it. I enjoyed it. You know, something a little... Oh, yeah. Something to break just up. Just something different. Yeah, just something different. So... Yeah, that's. Uh, what do you think on the size of the DLCs, Cave? I think, I think probably Rise of Iron minus the raid. I think that I definitely think we'll get a raid with a, whatever's coming in the spring. I mean, you think about it. I, so, okay, so I didn't play year one. I started playing with Taken King. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, obviously they had the Taken King, and then they had uh Crimson Doubles. Yes, was the live event, and then after that was the April update, and the April update had like a a remake of the of you know prison of elders mm -hmm. so it wouldn't surprise me if there's something along those lines kind of like sprinkled in i mean that wasn't really anything that was on anyone's radar yeah. like the april update wasn't mm -hmm. you know what i mean if they sprinkle that kind of stuff in with these bigger dlcs that they've already talked about yeah um i guess too you got to think about how long or how much space is in between these? Because we've we've been told that we're gonna get the Osiris one in December, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you've got October, November, December. That's that's like three months. Like that's not that's not very long. No, it's not. And then you've got the spring, which would probably be another three or four months. Mm -hmm. I mean, so if they're planning on people blowing through the content like we always do, we just eat it. Well, know, I mean, a, at least a certain percentage of the population will blow through it. Because I mean, you know, yeah. Because 
I I forgot where I heard this, but the average age of a Destiny player is like 30. Yeah. If you can believe that. Like, it's crazy. And so, like, a 30-year-old... I'm actually surprised. I'm a little that's surprised. Pretty, I thought it'd be... That's kind of high. Yeah, I thought it'd be more in, like, the mid-20s to low-20s. Yeah. Yeah, I would think yeah, mid to low, like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, so I mean they're not ex- they're not expecting huh. a thirty year old who has a, f- a hopefully a full time job because we don't want anyone to be jobless, you know, <laughs> not to be able to blow through content that quickly. So, yeah, so maybe you're talking something even smaller than potentially. I, I mean, I hope mm. not, but right. I mean, it could be a very real possibility that it could be smaller than Rise of Iron, but yeah. We will find out soon enough. Yeah, I mean, if it's April update size, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, oh, we God, were done with not. April update stuff with literally within like two weeks. I mean, we had done. Oh God, I hope it's not that basically small. everything that we needed to do. I mean, I don't didn't even need to be, be two small. weeks. It's not going to be. That I mean, small. I yeah, I hope not. Mm. But I don't think they could afford it to be that small without yeah. the community grabbing their pitchforks and marching to Seattle. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right so let's see i closed out of the page <laughs> oops oh dang it so yeah that's about all the news we have for d2 in terms of what's coming up to uh look forward to um also you know back to back to our league our playoffs are coming to a close i believe we're on the semifinals right now if i'm not mistaken i know i've been away for a while I believe it is the uh, Sharks and the Grizzlies in one semifinal and the Penguins and the Koalas in the other semifinals. So those should be some good, solid matches. What were the what were the previous matchups like the first round? It was Grizzlies and Lions. Grizzly. And who did who did Penguins play? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yes. Nice. And okay. I unfortunately did not get a watching the matches, so I can't really comment on them i'm assuming they yeah good I, matches like they always are yeah i did not watch either of them did not watch i don't even i don't know who i you know i think i saw i think i saw um cupid talk about playing so i think i think he participated in the grizzlies lions game and he would have obviously played for grizzlies which means that if he played that bobs probably didn't unless they had um had had cupid step in for somebody else but i want to yeah. say it probably was bobs it stepped out, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching your match against the Grizzlies cave. I think that's going to be a freaking awesome match to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, just <laughs> two super solid teams going at it. Yeah. Um, I, I hope I, I do. I'm like kind of nervous. I haven't played, I haven't been playing in like, I haven't played in like about two weeks. I have a little bit, but not enough to kind of keep my skill where it needs to be. But it, uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous personally, but I know the guys on my team have been playing quite a bit, so I'm not I'm not too nervous for them. But well, bet, bet. I just hope I hope I can land some shots. Better jump in their backpack and fire over their shoulder and help them out. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this is also the last week for the Iron Banana. So get your chest pieces, get your arms. They have is very... it this week. It's this week. Holy cow, I feel like we just had it. And it's Mayhem Clash, so it's super dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Super dumb. Going with your golden guns a-blazing. And shoot everything. But, yeah, you know, go get some drops, get some legendary marks. It's the sidearm and the rocket launcher this time around, so blah. 
Yeah, basically. Who cares? Yeah. And then chest and arms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If, if you guys if you guys don't know this by now, um this is a little uh caveman tips and tricks. Ooh. You can go into your uh you can go into your Rise of Iron record book and you can grab the uh the armor piece packages and keep opening them. So what you do is you you grab one like you you you, you get it it goes into your inventory you open it and then a, war, a warlock piece a titan piece a hunter piece go into your inventory so you say so you're buying arms and then you upgrade say you're on a warlock you upgrade the warlock arms and then you can look at the roll and see if it's any good now the 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 roll for the arms is always hand cannon reloaders and always grenade throw distance so if you're a hunter like who doesn't necessarily need to have like the fast melee because you know warlock or hunter melees are pretty trash um you're guaranteed to have those hand cannon reloaders with a grenade throw distance to kind of supplement that so you can just keep opening those packages over and over and over and then upgrading whatever piece it is so you get a really good roll just uh for those of you that don't know so you can do that with literally any with any of the armor pieces which is kind of cool so just keep opening them level nice. them up see what they see what they roll with if they're bad then delete them whatever i didn't know so, that i thought it was just kind yeah. of a one and done type deal yeah, no, I've actually done that for all of my characters. I just kept re-rolling over and over and over and over and over till I got what I wanted. Nice. But, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, all right, this is kind of the big thing. Doc, you went to Guardian Con this week, dude. How was that? It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. It was, uh, it was really cool to see this dead game and how many people don't play it. <laughs> all there together all there together in one space yeah no it, it was really fun though I had a blast it was the entire destiny community <laughs> all six thousand of them and that's it no no but no it, it was it was really fun i got to meet a lot of the streamer personalities we've all come to know uh, a lot of them were really cool and surprisingly a lot of them were really short holy cow <laughs> i was taller, like who like tefty teft I'm a head. Oh, I knew he was short. I'm a head taller than him. I'm like a head and a half taller than Miss Five Thousand Watts. Yeah, I am a head and a half taller than Datto. It, it was crazy. Really? How tall are you? I'm like six foot two. Oh, I mean, you're a pretty tall guy. Yeah. You're a head over me, dude. I'm like five seven. <laughs> you want you want to know something funny? I'm shorter than Doctor Lupo by about three Wait. inches. Lupo is six five. Dude, Lupo's a tall dude. Holy cow. He That's is crazy. He is tall. It, wow. But it, it, yeah, it was it was really fun. They had a lot of cool vendors there. I got to try a uh, PlayStation VR, which was really fun. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I I crushed it too. It was it was a blast. Yeah. The, the, did you puke when you came off when you took no, the headset off? No, I did not. Because <laughs> I, cause I <laughs> the lady looks at me. She's like, "So what do you want to play?" I'm like, "I like first and first person shooters, and I want this to be crazy." And she's <laughs> like. Okay, so she picked she picked this game out. Of, think of it like Mech Assault and Titanfall kind of put together. Um, it was it was fun, you know, jumping all. I mean, so pretty much your right stick was your head. So imagine that in Destiny, your right stick's your head. Everything else in the controller is the same except the right stick's your head. And moving around, <laughs> shooting stuff, scoring points. It was it was really fun. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, 
Got to go to a couple live podcasts. I did the Fire Team Chat podcast as well as DCP live cool. podcast, which is really fun. Yeah, I I listened to the DCP podcast actually today, today or yesterday. I listened to it. It sounded like a lot of fun. Those guys are those guys are a riot. I like listening. Oh to them. yeah, they're they're all really cool too. As we were waiting in line on day one, they they were coming up, handing out stickers of the pod, like their <laughs> their sticker, talking to us, yeah. getting, taking pictures with people. That's cool. And uh, and then yeah, to close it all out, I wa- I got a good we got good spots in the stands, and watched the invitational tournament, which was really fun. Uh, the crowd was super lit. It, yeah. Like any, any big play, just, oh, yeah. Like that play that Luminosity made on A Hill on um, Rusted Land in the semifinal match. Super dirty. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, you need to watch it. He ended up using two supers on A Hill, wiped the other team twice over by himself. It was disgusting. Who were they playing? Ah, oh, geez. I think they were playing Think Again, if I remember oh, right. No, I don't, I don't know there. Um, yeah, I, should, though. I didn't know who they were either. But uh, <laughs> but no, he had this one play. This guy jumps out the broken wall at A. He runs over there, shade steps, turns around when he's in third person, ends up behind the guy outside A, shotguns him in the back, and then jumps back up. The crowd lost it on that play. It was that's crazy. It was it was very crazy. Uh, and then also another fun part of Destiny Con was the meetups after the event at the bars around the area. Like there was a bunch of us at the hard rock hotel and casino, which was like two miles away from the fairgrounds. And it was funny. I actually met up there with some of my clan mates from the disciples of shacks. First time we've ever met in person type deal, all sharing a hotel room was really fun. We had a, we had a blast because like any conversation that you feel like you have here in our discord with maybe a group of people, if you meet in person, that conversation just continues and nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it was. It's that's awesome. It was hilarious, and um, but so we went over to the Hard Rock. We went over a little bit early than what people were going to meet up, so we could go get a spot at the restaurant and have dinner. And as we walk in, there's Deej and Cosmo sitting down, or we saw Deej on the cell phone walk as we were walking in, and Cosmo was sitting down next to the dim guy, the creator of destiny item manager, who's a really cool guy as well. Got to meet him. And so we got this bright idea to send Cosmo a Cosmo. Don't know if any of you saw that on his <laughs> Twitter, but yeah, that was me and my clan mates. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, I, he probably gets that a lot. He probably does oh. because we're very original, but so yeah. that, see, that was pretty fun. And we, we met a lot of really cool people, traded gamer tags with people as well. So so I, I might be able to bring a few more people into the Discord coming up here. But but it was just a really good time. I would definitely encourage people to go next year. It's July 13th and 14th. And it's not at the fairgrounds. It's at the Tampa Bay Convention Center. So an even bigger venue to hold it. Because so, I think they're going to go for like eight to 9,000 tickets sold next year. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And they're gonna, I think pretty sure they're going to do another invitational tournament. Because at the end of the day, too, there, everyone that was still there was in the stands watching this. There were, you look out at the showroom floor, there's like no one. Everyone was watching the tournament. It was awesome. Yeah, that's so sick. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go. I'm not going to lie. You should. I, I think. So. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
So uh, one of the obviously one of the big things that went on uh, for 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 uh, I keep calling it Destiny Con, uh, Guardian Con was the massive amount of money that was raised by yeah. this community for St. Jude's. I think it was one point two eight million. Yep. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Just just wild. I mean, I don't. I'm sure probably everybody that's listening to this knows about St. Jude's and what they do, but. Um, I, I have a daughter who's four months old and thinking about like what they do, you know, say that she were to have, you know, some, some sort of an illness that would require their services or what they do. Just knowing that like something like that, that that exists and it exists because of generous people and this generous community is, it's just, it's just mind blowing. It really I mean, is. And it's not just this community. I mean, obviously, there were other communities involved. I mean, I think I was watching Mr. Fruit play Overwatch, and people were people were donating and having a good time, and you could barely keep up with the people that were donating and the amounts they were giving, and and just just crazy. I mean, it's 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 touching, you know, to to think about the generosity of this community and, and what it's done for these, these kids and these families in need. So, and, and the crazy thing is that the money we raised only runs St. Jude's for like 14, little over 14 hours (laughs) of the day. It's kind of depressing when you think about it like that, but I mean, it's just, that's like, that's the big picture kind of stuff. I mean, that kind of money will go towards kids getting balloons and having birthday parties and yeah. having you know prom and all this kind of stuff so it's very it's, cool i don't really like to think about it running the running the hospital for 14 hours it doesn't seem like very much but i mean obviously that money will just go towards improving the lives of these kids and these families and making sure that their families get to stay together instead of having to travel alone or whatever so i mean everything yeah. everything gets supplied by St. Jude's for these families and it's just yeah it's just wild. So and they do they do awesome work and, and the and fact that we were able to have such a you know yeah. all that is just and and I think as PVP Bears grows, I mean we could probably even have our own little like fundraiser ourselves to help donate to the cause as well. Like we do a little tournament or something and something down Absolutely. something down the line as we get bigger. I think that'd be something yeah. really cool. Yeah, maybe there maybe there'd be like a buy-in, you know what I mean? And then any like all the all the proceeds go to St. Jude's or whatever charity, you know. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because cool. Uh, there's nothing against us doing our own fundraiser and then donating to the Destiny Con or Guardian Con. I'm doing it too now. Yeah, Guardian Con cause. Yeah, because uh, I know Gathalian or Broman even said something like that. Like, oh yeah, you can do your own charity streams and donate to us. Like. Just yep. be, just because you don't have a featured block doesn't mean you can't do your own thing, right? So I think yeah, be... raise that money and then send whatever they whatever gets donated to you to them. Yeah, and you never know; they may see like, oh, look at this competitive tournament. You guys send send us your best four players. We'll put you in the invitational. Oh, look yep. at that! We're famous, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, I was watching Broman stream. He and Lupo were together. I think Lupo was literally sitting next to him at his house in in Tampa. They were playing. Uh, Lupo was Lupo was playing uh, on his controller. By the way, Lupo was not very good <laughs> on a controller, but uh, 
Broman was just, I mean, it was nonstop. All the donations mm-hmm. and all the hype, and they were just trying to get everybody involved. It was, I'm sure, it was awesome. I think so Broman did 150k on his own in that last block. Yeah, yeah, he did. I uh, so I was I was watching it a little bit on my on uh, on my at work just a little bit. I kind of had it on in the background. I was kind of doing some stuff, just kind of peeking over it peeking over at it and uh i usually leave work around four o'clock um but i stayed for like five or six minutes after i mean usually i'm like out the door at four o'clock you know what i mean but i stayed after for like a few minutes because i was like i want to see what's happening and how much money they end up raising and i was just i mean i I don't usually stay too long after work and the fact that i stayed even just a few minutes it was just exciting i didn't want to go i was like i want to see the end of this so it was it was cool Definitely, fun. definitely a cool experience that I highly recommend people get down there. I know I got to meet uh, April Liar in the, in the flesh. That was pretty cool. We'll put our nice put our uh, little selfie up there on the Discord. That the beard, dude has that a beard. Beard is awesome, April. That is that was a <laughs> sick beard. So, yeah, it was fun. Definitely a good time. My liver still needs the break because it got the drinking actually increased when I went to Guardian Con. So, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So with that, uh, that's pretty much wraps up everything I got. You got anything else to add in there, Cave? Nope. No. Yeah. No Q&A this week. Like Cave said earlier, it was kind of a last minute podcast because I got back into town last night and I was scrambling today to put together an outline while I was sitting in clinic taking care of patients. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Taking care of patients. Yeah, while making a podcast outline, the life. About a video game. Yeah, about a video game. Very important stuff. That was the other thing. People would ask me, like, oh, Tony, what did you do in Tampa? What did you do in Tampa? Like, "Um, I went to a nerd convention. They're like, what nerd (laughs) convention? Like, they're thinking, like, Comic-Con or something like that. Like, "Um, Destiny Con or or Guardian Con? They're like, what's that? Like, it's a video game I play. (laughs) It's kind of one of those moments like, oh, God, man, I'm a huge freaking nerd. Please don't ask me any more questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's actually funny. Sorry. One last thing before I get off the topic. The very last night we, uh, after we went out and had some wings and whatnot, we stopped by this gas station right by our hotel to pick up like some snacks for our travels home the next day. And we actually ran into Pope bear in the uh, gas station. And we talked to him for like a minute or two. He was, you could tell he was exhausted and the cashier actually asked us cause we were all wearing our matching clan shirts. You know, what's this disciples of shicks shack It was like shacks. And, and we, <laughs> and we explained it to her kind of why we were down here and Pope bears just laughing at us because he's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and we're just like, Hey man, why are you laughing at us? He's just like, it's funny to listen to people explain why they're here. You know, people say nerd convention. They say, you know, they'll just straight up say the name Guardian Con. And people look at it like, what? And they have to explain what Guardian Con is. Yeah. It, it was just really funny because he was laughing at us for trying to explain it. That's to, funny. to this random, you know, 50-some-year-old cashier lady who had <laughs> no clue what we were talking about. until so he said, oh, we raised money for St. Jude's. Oh, I know what that is. There you go. Yeah, something they can relate to. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So with that. As always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, WordPress, and archive.org by searching PVP Bearcast, all one word. Um, and as I have found out recently, um, 
if you have just a normal podcast app, say on your Android phone, because that's what I it would what I am using. I think it's like Tune FM or something like that, or Listen FM. Uh, you should be able just to search us, and it will find our feed. Because I was able to find the feed just by searching PVP Bearcast on this random oh, cool. podcast app. I don't know how what I was, I don't know how I what did was it. the podcast app. Um, let me pull it up here quick. I don't know how I made it work out that way, but I did. It's called Player FM. Is the one I'm using right now on my Android phone. Okay. And I literally just I, I got curious and I just typed in PVP Bearcast, and sure enough, it popped up. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you should awesome. So if you have any other podcasting apps you use, you should be able just to find it by searching. If you can't, let me know. I will get you the feed link so you can get to it. Um, also, tw- yeah, that makes it a lot easier than trying to like go on to SoundCloud or whatever website. You can just look on your app right there. Exactly. A lot of people have Androids, so yeah. So that is that is that'll nice. be another good way to find it. Yeah, and that's good. Like the app I use, it I can select. I want the most recent unlistened to episode downloaded to my phone. So it it checks it every week. It checks like every two days for me, I think, and downloads whatever episode I need to listen to. So beautiful. Yeah. So I found that out over the over the past week. So that's another option. And also, don't forget about Twitter at PVP Bear Leagues. Stay tuned there for updates on the league when this podcast goes live. And then also on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash PVP Bear TV for all your Destiny competitive PVP needs and matches. Yeah. Right. Right. Excellent. Good show. Yeah, good show. I had fun. Good job. Good job, Ursus. Good job, Scorcho. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait to show up. Yeah, I hope you guys had fun tonight. Solid us. solid effort, guys. Because we had fun without you. No, <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> hopefully we'll see him back here next week. Yeah, hopefully. Because we'll have a lot we more did. to talk about with all the D2 reveal stuff going on. Yeah, Ursus hasn't been on the show in a while. We need to get him back here. Yeah, so. get off the beach. We need you. Get off the beach. Less frolicking and more podcasting. That's right. Better yet, we'll, we'll just podcast from the beach. You can do that. Everybody loves ocean sounds. I know, right? I, I won't even have to like edit that out of the background. It was like a squeaky chair or something. It'll just be a nice, like... nice ocean in the back. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I feel like we're stalling. We need to close this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you around. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.